Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry. We've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. This study was done back in 2018. I just saw the article of it now, though, because someone did just publish this article, but the study itself was done in 2018. So six scientists swallowed Lego heads to see how long it would take to poop them out. Because it wanted, you know, because kids sometimes might swallow Yeah, I guess you gotta know, right? So they were like, well, we gotta figure out if parents have to be concerned or stuff like that. Yeah. How long do you think... That it took? That it took for adult, adults to pass. But here's the thing is people have different metabolisms. Well, it's a kind There's of a, a window. A window, yeah. I'm going to say six hours. Uh, no. <laughs> what, was it a couple days? One no. to three days. Really? Yeah. They found that there were no complications. And uh, it also says that parents should not search for the object to make sure that it came out. Just assume it did. Well, yeah, it'll it'll come out. Um, what else did I want to read here? Oh, yeah, I like how it says, in this study, we aim to determine typical transit times. Transit times. <laughs> I love that wording. They have a bus schedule for the Lego head. Exactly. <laughs> this kind of reminds me of, uh, you know how... You hear that if you swallow gum, it's going to be like in you for seven years. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's not true, right? Well, yeah, that's just a myth. I know. Who started that myth and how did it get? Because they don't want you to swallow gum. But why? It's not going to kill you. It doesn't digest, though. I think it just comes out whole. Yeah. It goes out the way it goes in. Kind of like corn. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. (laughs) This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. This is usually something that happens down in the States, but it happened out in Ontario. This woman has launched a civil lawsuit seeking $500,000 in damages from Tim Hortons after she allegedly suffered secondary burns across her stomach, genitals, and legs. From So she spilled it down her front. Yeah. A superheated tea. Um, and actually, there are pictures, and it's horrific it looks so gross um, yeah now Her stomach mm-hmm. genitals and legs you well, have pictures th- there's not a picture of one of those <laughs> Obviously, this news story did not include a picture of her genitals. I was like, whoop, yeah, no. you're going real in-depth here. No, no, no. So, oh, jeez. That you, sounds awful. You get tea every day. Yeah. Have you ever spilt on yourself at all? Um, Yeah, but even just holding the cup, I feel like you could get second-degree burn. They, yeah, if they don't give you a sleeve or put an extra cup, it's uh-huh. horrible carrying tea sometimes even coffee but coffee usually isn't as hot as tea and it's like i go there and i think do you guys not handle this stuff every day how do you not know how hot 
the T is. Because they spill on themselves every day and they don't have any nerves left on their hand. They've just burned them all off. Um, you spilled something at a drive-thru the other day. Yeah. My shamrock what, shake. Yeah. And that was 100% their fault because they didn't put the lid on properly. Yeah. So, so maybe you could, I mean, you're not going to be able to seek $500,000 in damages, but you could sue them for a... a Suds gift card. I would totally take that. Well, I was going to say a McDonald's gift card because you're at McDonald's. Why is McDonald's going to give you a Suds gift card? Because I need to oh, get my car you need cleaned. to clean your vehicle. I get it. I'm like, that makes no sense. Why? <laughs> but no, why wouldn't you know? What? I want my car cleaned. I put my hand on the Prindle. What's that shifter thing called? The shifter? What okay. did you call it? The Prindle. P-R-N-D-L. <laughs> Prindle? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Let me... Prindle definition. Oh, the pronunciation that engineers bestowed on the transmission gear selector. Yeah, because oh. it's P-R-N-D-L. Yeah, park, reverse, neutral, drive, and low. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's my mind blowing. The Mark and Jess Replay. We are joined with our coworker Taylor, who just got back after going down to the States for Taylor Swift's show at State Farm Arena. Which was where the Super Bowl was. Yep. Um, and you guys were there for the second of her two shows? That's right. Okay. We got you in the studio. We didn't have you say anything <laughs> about the show because we wanted to hear about it live on the radio. So, first of all... How hard was it to get tickets for the show? Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Eight hours in the queue. Eight hours? And Eight it hours. was a lottery, right? Like, you didn't get to pick where you were going to sit or anything, did you? You know, you just picked three cities that you wanted to go to. Then you went in the draw for that. And then it's, like, chaotic. Every time you grab seats, like, someone else would grab those seats. So it was just, like, you take what you can get. And that was it. Three and what did you get? Cities. On the floor. <laughs> VIP. <laughs> I remember you saying that it was VIP. So what did that entail? Uh, so we got early access to the whole area and everything like that and crowd-free merchandise shopping, which is a lie because there were so many people for merch. <laughs> she sold out of merch on Friday night, most of it. So even wow. by the time we got there Saturday, we couldn't get any of the stuff we originally wanted. So if anyone's going this weekend to Las Vegas, go Friday to buy merch. So wait, is that shirt <laughs> that you're wearing from her? Yes. Okay, nice. You didn't like buy it outside from no. someone? No, I, I, I did. <laughs> get this they had my size in this one okay so you got the early access then she doesn't have an opener does she yep paramore oh, really? and gail oh wow oh, so yeah how long was it because she played for what three hours so we we got to the area around three o'clock and we didn't leave till about midnight <gasps> so and wow. the show started at 6 30 on the dot and she, taylor swift didn't end till 11 30 wow so you got your money's worth oh yeah no kidding and wasn't her set 44 songs yeah so did she go through like what did she start in her early stuff and then work her way to her new stuff she started lover album oh okay and so just kind of random so left side did not expect but miss americana and the heartbreak prince was like her opening song mm -hmm. which is an amazing beauty yeah it's like when you watch her documentary on netflix it's named miss americana okay so it totally makes sense and then she went right into cruel summer which has never been performed live so it's on it was amazing. Wow. So yeah. it wasn't like any of the big, big nope. hits when it started. No. Nope. And then she went through every album, right? No. <gasps> we didn't get debut. 
at all. Like her first album ever, like Tim McGraw should have said no, our song. Oh, that's too bad. Those are bangers. That's what I'd be looking forward to. Not a single song off debut Saturday night. on my guitar. uh, So a couple of things. She had a bunch of different outfit changes, right? Yes. And then also like the stage itself looked crazy and the props they bring out and everything. Like what did they bring out? Like the detail to each era was so well done like so for lover we had like pink everything and they had these dramatic like i don't know how to describe them but imagine like a vegas show where they have the silk coming down Mm -hmm. and things yeah and they were all pink and colored it was amazing the dancers just moved them and uh then even for folklore she brought out the cabin which is so awesome and evermore we had big trees come out of the stage oh wow it was so dramatic and then the man she brought out like this like hut (laughs) and like was dancing on it and all that everyone was wearing suits it was so good like so dramatic and for evermore we had like glowing orbs and cloaks and an ivy piano like a piano absolutely covered in moss and ivy. I wonder ivy. how much was put like how much money went into putting this show together. Fortune. <laughs> Tons of money. Okay I have two more questions. Do you okay. have? No go ahead. Okay. Uh, did they give you do they give you like bracelets to wear or something that light up? Yeah and they know what section you're in like they must have a thing so then every section would go at different times <gasps> and at one cool. point That's in the so nosebleeds sick. there was like hearts. What? Because they just know where everyone is seated. Like, oh wow. So cool and it was everything was tied and colorful and they all did different colors so like 1989 was like flashing purple and blue and white I don't think anyone does a show like her no uh, then my final question is did you cry yes <laughs> you cried it didn't even take long it was right in like she started with Lover and then we went into Evermore era and I bawled she was so good in that and I just was so dramatic I tweeted this out and I truly mean it I saw so many pictures and videos from people like you and other people I, I know that were down there and I'm like the joy and happiness from everyone there is just like infectious and it truly makes me want to be a hardcore Swifty the kindest people you will ever meet everywhere you went people People were smiling, happy, like you're waiting in a line for 45 minutes for chicken fingers, but everyone's smiling and talking about their outfits because everyone dresses up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like, we literally said at the end, we're like, Swifties are the best people. Like, everyone's so nice. Well, I'm I'm glad that you had fun. It looked like a blast. We're going to, you got some pictures for us that we'll throw up on our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. You can check them out there. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. This video has been taken off on TikTok. Some hairdressers in the UK put together a PSA for clients. Okay. Um, Things you shouldn't do. Oh, okay. Things that are annoying. Yeah. So uh, they said one of the things that's really annoying is the hair flipper. Somebody who like flips their hair because it gets in their face. So they flip it back when the hairdresser's cutting their hair. They have to restart. Why Why don't you just take your hand and move it? I don't know. Instead of flipping it, that's stupid. Someone's with working with scissors by your head and you're flipping like this. Yeah. That's just dumb. Um, the person that is the intense watcher when they're getting their hair washed, they like stare up at the yeah, hairdresser. Too. Being on your phone too much when you're getting your hair cut. Okay. So they want to interact with their clients? I guess so. And then, okay. the, and then the other one is... Um, People that just want to like do it themselves, so their hair is cut, and then they're like, "Oh no, I'll just like style it myself," and they make the hairdresser hand them the tools to like curl it and everything. Yeah, I would never ask to do that. Yeah. I I get them to 
like my hairdresser, I'll get get her to throw some product in sometimes. Or if I'm wearing a toque or a hat, I'm like, don't worry about it because I'm just putting a toque or hat back on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's a pet peeve for some hairdressers. What, just, putting a hat on? Yeah. Not showing off? Well, yeah, it's do? like you just did this work of art and then put a blanket over it so people can see it, you know? Do you do, uh, when you go get your hair cut, are you playing on your phone or do you... I play on my phone in between. Like, what do you mean in between? Well, because when you get it dyed, there's lots of in between where the dress the hairdresser goes to the back. So and then, you just sit there alone? Yeah, so you just sit there alone. So I'll pull out my phone, play some games, watch some Netflix. You watch Netflix at the hairdresser? How long are you there for? <laughs> like four hours. Four hours to cut and dye your hair? Yeah, if I have to get some, some leaching done or whatever. So, yeah, so I, I'll do that. But I won't be on it when she's there because I like to talk to her kind of thing. I do, I do agree with the, like, um, the when you're getting your hair washed, though. Like, is it, what do you, where do you look? I, I don't close look my at eyes. Her. I close my eyes. Okay, and then I was doing that, and then I'm like, is it weird if I'm closing my eyes? So then I just lately have been just staring at the ceiling. Well, that's weird too. I don't think it's weird if you close your eyes. It's nice and relaxing. You're just like, oh yeah, this is nice. I all I can think about is sitting there for four hours. <laughs> that is, that's awful. Yeah, I'm in and out quick. Just chop, chop, chop. Let's go. Hmm. And I could dye your hair for you. I've dyed hair before. I don't trust it. Why? I'll go get a box from shoppers and whip it up real nice. It'll look good. No, I'm not cheating on my hairdresser. The Replay with Mark and Jess. A lady in Virginia just set a Guinness World Record. Oldest female hockey player. Mm, How old? She's 82. That's not even that old. I would have thought it would have been older, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess she started out as a figure skater. And then her friends asked her when she was like 35, they had gone to an outdoor rink and her friends asked her if she wanted to be in like a pickup game. So she said, sure. And then she just loved it. So she ended up starting like a women's hockey team in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, Played for quite a few years. And then she said... um, after she played for 10 years or over a decade and then she kind of got out of it and then when she retired she looked up her old teammates and they got a team back together again oh good they're all still alive that's nice and then she got kicked off the team because she was too old they kicked her off the team yeah they said she couldn't keep up so she had to go so now she's in a league where they like basically throw sticks in and yeah. pick players and so that's crappy they kicked her off the team <laughs> it's it's not the point you're not trying to win a championship you're not being competitive you're just out there skating the yeah. age and the fact that you can't keep up shouldn't matter it exactly. should just be a treat to watch this 80 some year old play skating on the ice yeah so well i bet they feel dumb now that she's got a guinness world record yeah they do i'm hoping that i'm still gonna be able to skate in my 60s and 70s if i can still skate into my 80s that'd be incredible like my dad plays in a ball league it's a 55 and over league yeah on uh ninth avenue north like where that's a staples arena yeah yep and there are, I think, two 80-year-olds in that league. Really? Yes. Cool. And I've gone there and watched before. Yeah. And the one guy in particular literally runs. Like, he... he like, 
like runs fast? R- runs pretty fast for wow. an 80 some year old man. Yeah, he runs to first base and yeah, runs around all the bases and he does pretty good. Yeah, but you have all these ailments, so I don't think you're going to make it. Yeah, I got a bad ankle. <laughs> I got a bad shoulder. I, you know, I'm going to keep going. Tennis elbow. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, you know what though? That's doing better. I'm recovering. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. I don't know if you saw this or not, but some people online think Blockbuster might be making a comeback. Really? Yes. So the reason why people are thinking this is because Blockbuster's website is back. And when you click on it, it says, we are working on rewinding your movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but here's the problem. People don't have any way to watch those movies anymore. Well, and so people are speculating maybe Blockbuster is coming back, but in a different way, like a streaming platform. Oh, but we don't need another streaming platform. Well, that's the thing. We don't. You're right. And it's not the same. Like, I would love the nostalgia of Blockbuster being open with movies. You were making fun of me when... Remember we were talking about Zellers and how everyone's excited, but it's stupid and no one's actually mm-hmm. excited. And I said, if Blockbuster reopened, I would go there. And you're like, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think you would. I 100% would. And now I'm... But you don't have anything to watch the movies on. What are you going to How do you know I don't have a VHS player at home? Or I have a DVD player. No VHS player. Yeah. But if, if it comes back and they create a streaming platform... Uh-huh. That's one I will buy just because I want to support Blockbuster. And it'll ju- it better just be movies. But that's the thing is they won't be allowed to get the Disney movies. They won't be allowed they won't to have get anything. anything. Yeah. So good luck, Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> They'll need it. We know how last time went. The replay with Mark and Jess. Shania Twain was recently honored in Switzerland. That's where she lives. She's lived there for the past decade. Uh, They named a high-tech train after her. Hmm. Shania Train. (laughs) So, I told you earlier to come up with a celebrity name and then kind of a play on words. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a a landmark or a thing that they're named after, right? Like, could it be a company? Because that's the way I went with it. Oh, sure. Yeah, whatever. Well, I have a couple different things. Oh, you have a couple. Okay. Let's hear it. None of them are good. Okay. So if it was a thing named after someone, (laughs) Mariah Sterry is a Stairmaster. That's pretty good, I guess. (laughs) Pretty good in air quotes, yeah. Uh, What else you got? The one other one I have, and it's not like a thing, it's a company. I think this is a great company name, especially in the UK. (laughs) Lou Fighters. And they're a company of bathroom cleaners. They'll come out and clean your bathroom for you. Loof. <laughs> Who is a celebrity endorsing this? Yeah, the Foo Fighters. Ah, yes. Maybe the Lou Fighters. Fighters. They come out and they'll clean your bathroom. Okay, that's. I like that one better than the... Mariah Stare. Yeah, Mariah Stare. <laughs> okay, so what I did was I took a celebrity and... This is a train named after the celebrity. Oh, it's just a train. Yeah, I just went with exactly what they did, except Shania Train. No, 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 no. (laughs) Mine's Tom Holland ass. You know, because Holland ass. I know, but isn't that when you're a slow driver? No. Like you on the road? No, when you're hauling ass, that means you're 
fucking. No, I don't think it does. Yeah, it does. No, if somebody's driving That's slow. That's dragging ass. What's the same thing? No, hauling and drag. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Dictionary. This is from Oxford Languages. Vulgar slang, North American. <laughs> Hurry or move fast. Haul an ass. Yeah, it means you gotta get. It means you're. It means to hurry or move fast. It means you're moving fast. Okay. Okay, dragon ass. <laughs> to move slowly or lag behind. Okay. So my Tom Holland ass means the train's going to zip. I don't think it's going to take off. I'm sorry. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. There's a video that's gone viral online of a mom of a wrestler down in the States, a college wrestler down in the States, and she's watching her kid wrestle. He loses. She takes off her glasses and just starts breaking them. No way. Yeah, she's just obviously quite upset, angry that her son lost. When it comes to sports, Mm -hmm. have you ever broken something? Like a stick? Because Because I was mad? mad? Yeah. Hmm, no. Really? Never. Okay. It's like, and I'm super competitive, but I also grew up playing on the losing hockey team, so I know how to lose. You're from Fort Capella after all. (laughs) Bird. I think it's worse when parents are like that, though. Like, you're putting so much pressure on your kid, you know, and then you're breaking your glasses and they see that. Like, that was one thing I always did hate growing up was like parents that were just over the top screaming from the stands. Like, let your kids play. There are a lot of parents like that. Yeah, it's awful. I've, uh, I've broken sticks. Broken? Oh, yeah. Um, Golf clubs? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I used to be an idiot on the golf course just a hothead and it's like what's the point yeah i'm never going pro why get mad right just get out there enjoy company enjoy the weather enjoy being able to actually be out there and hit the ball around right the one that sticks with me in particular was have you ever golfed at the goulet yeah once and i'll never do it again okay so too many rocks (laughs) so at the goulet there's a city facility in between a couple of holes uh-huh. because it's a city course, right? Yeah. And I hit a drive. It went into the water. I proceeded to throw my club into the city facility oh. and then left it there. I'm like, I don't want it. Oh my buddy's my like, don't be an idiot. Go get your golf club. I said, no, the golf club is doing me no good anymore. It yeah. can just stay there. So someone at the city got a Callaway driver oh. 10 years ago, probably. I thought the story was going to end, and then I did pick it up, and then years later, I got a hole-in-one with it. Uh, no. Not the case. That club, I'm never going to mistreat. That club, <laughs> once I sell that that, that set of clubs, yep. I'm keeping that 8-iron and hanging it at home. The Mark and Jess Replay. One thing that I have come to dread as an adult is being told to pick somewhere to eat. Mm, I hate it. Really? Yes. And why do you hate it? I just, like, I can never decide. Like, it's when you're, you're going out with friends. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know, you pick. I, yeah. I just drives me. I'm like, no, you pick. And I even, like, I made plans with my friend yesterday to go for lunch. And she said, uh, she's like, where do you want to go? And I said, doesn't matter to me. I'm good with whatever. You pick and I'll come to you. I threw it over there. Yeah. She said, okay, well, we'll decide tomorrow. This was, like, the night before. I said, Kate, sounds good. Then she texts me that day and she said, Kate, you decide where you want to go eat. I was like, I don't know. 
I hate it. Are you a picky eater? I'm not a picky eater. Okay. No, and I'm, that's probably why. Yeah, I'm not either. So I'm kind of the same where it's like, I literally don't care. I don't I'll care. go anywhere. And I just want you to pick because I don't want to be the decision maker because what if you don't want to go like there? It. Yeah. 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 Or they, yeah, they don't want to go there or they don't like it. And then you're like, well, I told you to pick. Why didn't you pick? Yeah. Right. So I just hate it. And, and then when you have like a group of people trying to decide where to eat, it's even worse. Well, sometimes if it's a group of people, I'll just take charge and be like, hey, this is where we're going. <laughs> My friend did that because, like, it'll first, a different friend of mine did that when a group of us were going for supper. Yeah, I have two. (laughs) Two friends. And he did that because he was like, every time we try to plan, it takes us a month to figure out when we're getting together and then, like, another month to plan where we're going. Okay, let's go back to the other friend. Where did you, like, who ended up deciding what you decided? I said, okay, I was like, South End or East End because those are our two ends. Narrow it down, yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, God. I went, Kate, we're going to Birmingham's. There you go. <laughs> and was she okay with that choice? Yeah, it was good. Okay, good. The replay with Mark and Jess. Gen Zers and young millennials are doing something on the roads when they get road rage different than probably you and I would do. Okay. This was revealed on TikTok recently. So when you get into a bit of a road rage, which I haven't in a long time actually thinking about it. What do you do? I don't really get into road rage. But if you have in the past. No, I, I haven't ever. Would you think though, like you, if you did, would you honk your horn if it was really bad? I just would go, you, oh my God. You wouldn't honk That's your horn and maybe flip someone off? I never flip someone have off. Have you ever been flipped off? Yes, because I honked my horn at someone because I wasn't mad at them. They were about to cut me off and I was just being like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Like, don't cut me off. And this lady took it as, I don't know what, me getting mad. And then she like drove up beside me, parked her car and waited for me to drive past her and then flip me off. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was just laughing because she was so worked up. And I'm like, I literally just didn't want to get in a car accident today. <laughs> she must not be a Gen Z or a young millennial then because what they're doing and here which which carries more punch now this is radio so people listening can't see but you'll be able to this (gasps) i just flipped jess off or (laughs) yeah exactly a thumbs down down. that's what they're doing (laughs) apparently thumbs down if something happens on the road and they're mad and want to let someone know thumbs down that's ridiculous. Yeah, if someone give me a thumbs down, I'd be like... I would just laugh at them. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, so... it's crazy. If you don't like flipping the bird like you said... Yeah. Let people know that you're disappointed by driving by and just... But harshly do it. Like No, I oh, think I, I would be more satisfied doing the old... From friends. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. This is a bit of an older story, but I don't think we've done it for Tell Me Something Good yet, unless you did it when I was gone. Dave Grohl? Yeah. You did it. Well, what? You were gone for 10 days. You think I didn't talk about one of the biggest celebrity stories? Yeah, he volunteered at a Los Angeles shelter, spent 24 hours there. Anyway. He also donated all that meat. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. good. So, shows how much you read. Yeah. 
go ahead. Go no, ahead I'm with yours. Hit it again so I can start my story. Oh, okay. Tell me something good. Okay, so a Georgia firefighter did something kind of neat last month. He helped deliver his first grandchild while on duty. Oh, wow. So uh, the story goes that his daughter woke up early in the morning and she thought she was maybe having contractions. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go back to sleep for a bit. Um, and she gets up and they're like, okay, we got to go to the hospital. On the way, she was like, I can't hold this any longer. Like, I need to pee. Stop. And they were driving past her dad's fire station on the way to the hospital. So they pulled over. She gets out of the car and she's like, I'm not getting back in. I think this baby's coming. And so, yeah, the dad, as a firefighter, I guess has helped deliver between 10 and 12 kids oh, wow. throughout yeah. his career. So he's like, I know what to do. And like they got her into the right position and he delivered the baby there at the fire station. Wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a wild story. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.